You see, people collect all kinds of things. New, old, priceless, worthless. Darling, it doesn't matter what. I simply must know why. Those mothballs shouldn't get to keep all the secrets. This is the Mothball Prophecies. Hello and welcome to the Mothball Prophecies. I'm Samantha Mashburn. And I'm Jill Huffman. And today is a little bit different. We had uh, a family emergency that came up with one of our guests. So today it's Jill and I sitting down with some listener stories and also discovering that Pyrex was made in other countries and a couple other nooks and crannies of the vintage world today. Good morning, Jill. Top of the morning to you. We're both at our respective houses in our gym jams. Yes. Well, I'm not in, I'm half gym jams because I forgot I have to go to brunch later. Oh. And I had to be somewhat ready. <laughs> I'm very sad for you. My face is devastated because <laughs> I am in full blown gym jams. I have. I know. I was like, oh, lazy morning. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to like go through my stuff and try to figure out what I need to keep and what can be sold. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, shit. <laughs> I have to go to brunch. And I don't have to do anything today. I you do know, have. This is why sometimes I hate that um, I have a fancy life. <laughs> like to me, this is fancy. Uh-huh. Growing up, my family, we didn't brunch. No. My mom would laugh at me. She'd be like, why don't we just go to breakfast? I know. My mom would be like, well, why don't we just go get lunch? Mm-hmm. No, it's brunch. It's brunch. Because there's mimosas. Mimosas. Yeah. Leave me be. Yeah, I am in my favorite pair of pajama pants that the elastic waistband is coming out of, but I refuse to just fix it because I have like certain bed clothes. Like I have to wear like it has to be like loose enough and cool enough and like just cozy. Then I'm wearing a hoodie pullover sweater because it's chilly in the basement and it's already hot today outside. I know. I love a blood is loving it. And I'm like (sighs) hissing at it. (laughs) Yesterday, so we have our big garden, right? So out in the country on the corner of one of the farms, there's like a little area that they leave for, it's kind of like a community garden, um, but it is large and it's my mom and I go out and work on it and it is 4,000 square feet, which sounds like a lot, but it's really a lot of the area that's covered in stuff is stuff that's like storage crops. So like potatoes, onions, leeks, Winter See, and summer and squash. To us non-farmer people, I'm just oh my god! Yes. Like, where's oxen? I know. Well, that's us. I'm the oxen. And last night, because there's no trees around it, right? And last night there was not like the normal Idaho breeze, no, so we were just standing wasn't. in the blazing sun. And I thought I was going to turn into a puddle. I just kept looking at my mom, and I was like, "It's so hot. It's so." Hot. I know. Well, while I was, my children both were trying out. Everybody around me was like, oh, my God, there's, like, no shade. Because there's, like, trees along the soccer complex, mm-hmm. but, like, not a lot of shade sometimes, depending where the sun's at. I'm just right ha- smack dab in the sun. And I'm like, I don't know what you guys are talking about. I was like, it's not that hot out. It's fine. Because your Jill's made of lava. I'm made of lava. I'm going to make a sticker that says that. We should. We should make one. Um, <laughs> speaking of stickers, we have Check Under the Table stickers now for sale. Yes, we put them in the so shop. Cute. They'll be available. They're adorable. Um, yeah, so we just, we, I'm growing a lot of, like, we're growing a lot more flowers this year. Um, because last year my mom was like, fuck it. I want beautiful things. So half of the plot is flowers. And then the other half is 
veg and things like that. So it'll be. And so I have to work in my yard today because she's looking a little neglected. And I also, I have to put Meredith back out. She got a new outfit. I mean, she's hot girl summer ready. She is. She's in a bikini, high-waisted. She doesn't need help capturing a waist because it's just rib cage and then pelvis. But, I mean, she's doing what she can. I have this cute little vintage lawn chair. So she's going out front today. Sorry, Jill. She's moving again. I know. I just get used to her. And then I, like, will drive up. And, well, okay. (laughs) Meredith doesn't bother me Mm -hmm. as much as your new addition oh yeah bothers me um she's scary so (laughs) jill's talking about i went to the di this week you know you sometimes get that like pulling feeling in your gut that you're like i should probably go to the thrift store and it's a good thing i did because i found uranium glass i found pink depression glass I found a Comet percolator coffee pot so I can get rid of my... So the the thing was that I bought these two things is now they're replacing the stuff that I initially bought that was in kind of rough shape. So I'm going to get rid of these other two. Or I thought about, because the one uranium glass cake plate I got has so many chips and breaks of like breaking it and turning it into like glass jewelry or having somebody... I have a friend that's a metalsmith and seeing if she wanted to trade to make like a pendant out of the glass. Oh, that would be pretty. Any hoobs. What Jill's talking about. And it was funny. I ran into Kelly there, Kelly Webster. Oh, did you? <laughs> and um, I was in the checkout line and I saw her and her daughter and I waved and she comes over and peeks in the cart. She goes, oh, I was going to grab her. And she was referring to the porcelain doll parts I had in my cart of an old woman. And it's like pretty realistic old woman. Like she has like. It's like scary as fuck. Yeah. Real. Yeah. So I grabbed her and I went, this would be such a great item to display for Halloween because she's so spooky. And I thought about like if there's a way to like make her look older, like putting an antique over her or something to make her look a little dingier. But I'd set her up to take a picture on one of my flower frogs and I forgot that Jill was going to see it because I was I try to be respectful of the doll thing because Jill, you do not like them. They're just. Yeah, no, they're just not my thing. I appreciate everybody's love for them. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad there are people out there like you, Sam, who rescues them. Because if I would have saw that, I would have like punched her face. Yeah. And there was, and it was her head, her little old lady hands that have a gold wedding band. And then oh, the most. Jesus, are you serious? And then one hand, she's holding something. And I can't figure out if it's like a Kleenex, you know, so an old person always has something in their hand. So there's something in her hand. And then it came with the most ridiculous legs. Like they don't like there was no attention to detail in the legs like there was in the head and the hands. But I couldn't just leave her legs behind and buy her hands and head. So no, nope, nope. Sorry. Nope, nope. I did put I had a broken doll part that I stuck inside of a plant. It was very cute. And then I have the broken doll parts that are in that teacup like a drunk fairy with the cicada wings. That's also very cute. This is why I needed to have my own house because I was doing this kind of things at my mom's house and she didn't like it. (laughs) I'm sorry, mom, which we're going to call her in a minute to get a story from her. But oh, good. um, Yeah, it was a good it was good pickings. Yeah, I also I had um, so I went on that high bid because (laughs) sorry. Yeah. You had to show it to me. And I won four pewter goblets <gasps> I'm so for glad. $9. Oh, shit. Yeah. 
they were so the starting bid was five so i was like all right five dollars and i was the only one that bidded and then like a couple days ago it was like you were outbidded and i was like ah shit <laughs> so then i went and somebody had said six dollars so i was like okay so i hit seven and immediately's like you lost that bid oh and i was like oh okay and so like i'm like okay how much am I willing to pay and go up? And so I hit, I was like, all right, let's try it. And I went $9. And after that, no other bids. And I was like, yeah. So I now am the owner of four pewter goblets that will be perfect for mint juleps. Oh, I'm so excited. I recently was bidding on some stuff. And it was interesting because we just talked to Josh, right? And that that thing he kept saying of like, don't bid for something that you could buy for cheaper, like outside of that auction. Like, don't let the thrill of that chase ruin. But there was like five or six, maybe seven um, antique identification books in a lot. And it was like oh. Roseville Pottery, McCoy, Hull, Hummels, Crystal, Art Glass, Depression Glass, like all of this stuff in one lot. And I was like, okay. I'm like, they were all like coffee table books, right? So I'm like, okay, these are probably 40 bucks a piece. So I was like, okay. So I was bidding on them and I was winning. And then it was getting to the end of it. And I put my max bid at $45 because I was like, I'm not going to go higher than right. this. And it went past that. They sold for like 65 bucks. And I was like, what? Nope. I was really. Not. And That's then there, yeah, it was upsetting because I was like, oh, I want those because it's really fun to look through. It's even funner now that we've had the show for this long mm -hmm. to look through an antique or vintage identification book and see like, oh, I know this person collects that or I know what this is now. Like my mother-in-law yeah. got me the antique price guide. I can't think of the name of it right now, but it's like for 2021. And so it has the current what stuff has sold for currently, but it's just cool to look through. But I, and then I was bidding on because of Beth Brinker and that the overall debacle we had. I'm just seeking revenge for you. Oh, thank you. And there was a pair of vintage like farm coveralls. I call them farm coveralls because that's what they are here. They're not like a fashion statement. <laughs> I know they literally are for the farm. And so they were a vintage pair of coveralls and then a vintage pair of overalls, like the dark blue with the white stripe, like railroad coveralls. Oh, yes. And those were because they only had them shown folded up. They didn't have flat lay pictures. So I didn't feel comfortable bidding a ton on them. But yeah. And then I did not go to any yard sales this weekend because I've... next week. Oh, God. We got to start training. Mm -hmm. We talked about it my... in yeah. last week's Curio. So by the time this episode comes out, we will have gone to the sale. And we will have come back victorious. God, I hope so. Because holy shit. Like I'm trying to figure out. So <laughs> I'm like, ooh, okay. So I have to work. How do I like pay off the um, scheduler to be like, okay, no more cases past like 2.30. Mm -hmm. Because this is a line standing sale. This is a... This is we need to get there an hour before sale. Oh, it's making me sweat already. I I am like so anxious and my husband's so funny. He was like, he's like, well, I could go and you can meet me there. And he's like, because I really feel like I'm going to have to bring the truck. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I was like, you know what? God bless you for understanding my obsession. Mm -hmm. Because there's some big items. Yeah. And like, She's just given the snippets. She just gives the snippets. Yeah. Well, and the thing we've learned about Linda's sales is 
if something is a little bit of a higher price, like when you're looking through the sale and you're like, ah, they've already done the research. They've looked at the sold prices and they've found an average. I have never felt like I've overpaid at her sales. No. And even, um, and she's so good with the families and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Like she just, she, it's almost like she's honoring the family with her prices. Like, yeah. does that make sense? Yeah. It's not like something where it's like, I want to help the family, but it's like, oh my God. Yeah. Which there was that retail times 20%. There is recently, there was a sale in town and there's tons. I mean, it's a house that's full of mid-century, full of mid-century. So much mid-century. And they do this thing where the prices are so outrageous the first day that nobody buys anything, except for the resellers that know they can sell something in like California, like the mid-century lamps. They know they'll get their money back. Yeah. But average day people, you walk through and you're like, I'm not paying $7 for this coffee cup. I'm not paying $15 for this tea tin. And I saw today on Facebook, they're having a liquidation event today to clean everything out. Yeah. And, and I'm like, it's, 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 I don't know. I just, it just irritates me so much that they think this is okay. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's, it's where, you know, nobody in this area really knows better because yeah. Linda's you know, mostly does her sales in Pocatello. Mm -hmm. And so I just wish more people would reach out to her. Well, and it's just, it's such a disservice to the family. Like you're entrusting somebody to come in and sell your family stuff, not bulk buy it at the end of a sale from you. No. And, you know, I have a wet bridal shower coming up, so I'm buying stuff for that. And I still need more tea kettles and tea cups and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. And there was tons there, but it's like, I'm not... I'm not going to pay these prices because honestly, I could go to Target and get some stuff for cheaper. Right. right. I mean, no, it's not going to be vintage, but it will be vintage looking. And Mm. that's if I have to do that, I'd rather do that. Yeah. Like you, there was one time I was at one of their sales and they have most everything priced. I was, I have been looking through like vintage towels. That's probably the biggest change that the show has caused is like, I haven't bought a new towel in over a year. Like I just am buying vintage and it's so I was folding laundry yesterday and I was like, oh, look how cute. All these little idiots. But I was at their sale and they have like the little paper sign behind the towels, right? They wanted like a dollar something for like medium sized hand towels and like $2 for body towels, which I'm sure to some people they're like, whoa, that doesn't, that's not that much. But in our area, it's like astronomical. And then they like, because some places you can make deals on stuff, right? Like most estate sales, you don't like dicker. But if you try to make an offer with these people on the days they're taking offers, they get so mad at you. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I know. And there's another one that we went to a couple weeks ago and I had driven by, because she had said she was probably going to have a couple more sales. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if someone else in the family is now taking it over because I drove by it thinking, okay, It's a different company. And so um, it just says estate sale coming soon. But it didn't say when, as they had a bunch of stuff out and they had like no trespassing signs. And I'm like, okay, well, don't put your stuff out. Right. Don't say that this is happening. Yeah. Don't tease me like that because, yeah. Anyways, there's our soapbox. I know. We will step down now. Right. If you're listening, will you write in and tell us if like, if there's a state sale companies in your area that are shady and sneaky and do this same kind of thing? Like, is this a common thing across? Yeah, and maybe it is. I don't know. I didn't really know much about state sales until yeah, here, yeah, really. Yeah, they're not a 
gigantic thing here. They're getting more and more, but it's just, uh, it's upsetting. And speaking of upsetting things, we also had, Jill had a revelation this last week or two, and that is that the United States was not the only place that made Pyrex. Oh my gosh. Thanks to Kristen Baker Betty. Mm -hmm. I was like, she's like, I just got new Pyrex. And I was like, oh my God, that's so cute. And she's like, yeah, it's an Australian pattern. I was like, hold up, what? Mm -hmm. And I was just like, you know, this is, you know, I love this show. We've done some great (laughs) stuff. We've seen great things. But I also hate the show. Yeah. Because now I need to get my hot little hands on some Australian Pyrex. Yeah. And we found a little bit of information on it because we were like, what is this? We were both sitting down talking about it. This is from thatretropiece.com. So Australian Pyrex, or known as Crown Crystal Glass, owned by parent company ACI Glass. And they were made in Australia from 1926 until 1961. And then it says that all of the glassware that was made, the Pyrex glassware, was clear. But then when you scroll down to the images... There's some milk glass. So I don't know if this milk glass was like sprayed with that white color and it's clear on the inside. Can somebody in Australia? We should ask uh, Baker Betty. Oh, yes. Because she will definitely know. Yeah. So after importing Opal Pyrex from the UK, Crown Crystal Glass started producing, started the production of their own Pyrex in 1961. The festive wear product line. And that included um, fan favorites such as flannel flowers, black rose, and golden pine. And then it says, of course, that the Crown Crystal Glass had gone through a variety of company name changes. And then this also goes into like that collectability of this Pyrex because some of them are going to be labeled, some of them are not going to be labeled. And then the labels mm-hmm. are changing because of these company changes. And then a timeline of the company of like when the earliest to the latest. So you have, I'm, and I think this is Aggie Pyrex, A-G-E-E Pyrex. Mm-hmm. That was until 1963. Crown Aggie Pyrex, 1960s, the late 60s. Crown Pyrex, the 1970s. Crown Ovenware, also in the 1970s. And Pyrex Ovenware in the late 1970s to the 1980s. Now let's talk about some of these because they're a lot simpler than the United States Pyrex. Yeah. And the colors seem to be, um, I don't know, like along the lines of American Mm -hmm. Pyrex, but just like a little more. Yeah. And it's very monochromatic, like almost there's like maybe two colors per dish. Yeah. And so if you look, so if you guys go to this website, they also, so they have a reference for Australian Pyrex. But they also have a reference for England and New Zealand. Oh, shit. What does it say on there? I didn't see that part. You're welcome, you guys. It's just, it just shows the pictures of the (sighs) different patterns. See, this is, oh, I see it. Let's look at this New Zealand. Mm, They're so pretty. They're just. Wow. mm. So there's, oh, I want that. So there's nasturtium. (laughs) Mm-hmm. strawberry which is a f- strawberries laid on a horizontal plane against the edge of the bowl in red and like mint almost then there's pumpkin oh shit yeah look at and the gum nut I just, blossom i just saw that lemons oh man shit yeah if you go down there's um where is it there's cherry blossoms 
Oh, it's and then they have one the um, crimson blossoms, the hot poppy, the like all of it. I have seen this cherry blossom pattern in the wild here. Have you really? And I'm so fucking mad now that I. Oh, I love that crimson blossom. Mm -hmm. It's very Americana. Yeah, I love to get my hands on some of that. We're going to link this website on our website for today's episode. So please get your phone out of your hand. Go to themothballprophecies.com and click on this link. Um, Because we'll, these oh, are incredible. Because I was kind st- of tapped out of Pyrex, right? Because you see the same stuff yeah, all the time. Yeah, because especially around here, it's the same mm-hmm. patterns and colors and stuff. But Oh my oh, gosh, man. the English... Is that where the snowflake pattern? No, that's a different snowflake pattern. I was wondering the same thing. The daisy one okay, too. That baking set. There's like, yeah. it looks like six little ramekins and there's like a teal, the turquoise color, yellow and pink. And they're probably two to three inches tall. I love seeing the difference. Well, and it makes sense that they were being sold in Australia, New Zealand and the UK. I mean, it's all under the crown, right? Right. But I like, I mean, this is very British. Yeah, it's very formal and very, um, I don't know, this is something you could serve food to the queen in, yeah. almost. Yeah. Oh, do you see the 2001? It's got, so they're primary sure colored, did. and they have great big daisies on the lid. Oh, I love the rainbow-lipped primary yes. bowls. Mm-hmm. So it's like the primary set, but they're more of like a regular bowl instead of having the handles. And then they have a white rim wow yeah like that blue band daisy i would love some of that yeah it's a daisy that's running horizontal to the rim parallel to the rim excuse me and it's like a green leaf cluster and then a simple beautiful powder blue daisy yeah and like so and then the ingrid and the cottage garden are gorgeous because Mm -hmm. they're just different flowers like clumped together like you would do Uh, like a bouquet yeah that cottage garden is gorgeous so pretty i wonder so is the poppy next to it i wonder if my mom remembers any of these Ew. we're gonna ask her what if your grandma has some hidden somewhere i don't think she was a pyrex person what if she has some and she doesn't even know it i know right i uh, my mouth is just so this is also interesting a little snippet so while they were producing their own range of clear and opal pyrex glassware excuse me that's the milk glass reference for pyrex is opal um they also distributed their branded goods from the united kingdom to the united states so that you've definitely seen some of this but it's very i mean few and far between yeah, I just... Oh, I love man. the Aggie Pyrex with this, the Australian clover. It's like almost like an abstract, simple black design mm-hmm. with clovers and little bubbles. Wow. Let's look at some prices of this stuff. Well, so I, let's see, I did find, so on eBay and Etsy, they're going pretty high. Mm-hmm. Um, Let's see, where did I see it? So... This person has the vintage, the tulip nesting bowls, and they're wanting two sixty three for Ooh. it. Yeah, there was. I've never seen this one. There's a souffle bowl, and it's like a, a flat bottom dish with a round top, like a souffle. Do we have souffle patterns in the United States? I don't know. I mean, I don't know anybody that makes a souffle. Let's see. I'm writing this down. 
This is just, it's, um, it just opened our world a little more just as we needed that. Okay. Let's see. I'm looking on eBay for the sold price of these items. This is, uh, here's your vintage tip of the week. When you are looking on eBay for items to get a price reference, like if you're in a store and you're using the eBay app to search something in the images or using Google lens and you come across stuff, don't go off of the prices that you're seeing listed as your search result. Find the name of it, put the name in the search bar. And then you're going to, if you're on your phone, you're going to go to filter and then you're going to scroll down and you're going to select sold items and you're going to show that. And that's going to give you an average and then it'll show you when it was sold. So like May 30th of 2021, one Pyrex Aggie pink flannel flowers mixing bowl, the seven and a half inch sold for $242.50. So this is going to give you a price average. So if you're pricing stuff for your store or for reselling, this is going to give you a great idea. Now eBay and Etsy and Mercari and their prices are going to differ. Like eBay, you're going to get more, you're going to get a little bit cheaper of an option where Etsy, you're going to pay a little bit more. Mercari, you're going to pay a little bit more. But it also helps you figure out what something is that you have, how something sells. Um, so please check the sold listings for accurate pricing. I've seen a lot of people try and sell stuff and put an active eBay listing up. Anybody could list whatever they want for whatever price. So, Oh, yeah. You can ask for the stars and the moon. Doesn't mean you're going to get it. Yeah. And I think that's what a lot of people forget. It's just because... You see somebody list it for that price mm-hmm. does not mean it will go for that price. It could be sitting there for six months and right. not get anything. And it's just, yeah, it depends on the market right now. Like Pyrex has been hot for a while. Like even American patterns are selling for a lot of money. Here's another one. This is crazy. Okay. It is a four bowl set, Jill. Mm-hmm. And it is, it says rare, hard to find Aggie Pyrex Bizarre Turquoise Blossom. I want to just, I want you to guess on how much that sold for. Oh, 300? It is north of $500. So keep going a, after five. A thousand? Below. Nine. $860.40 shipping, which doesn't seem like enough shipping, but, and that was bidded to $860. I just, what do these people do for a living that they can uh, like spend that? I don't know. They probably have OnlyFans. For vintage. I mean, not a bad idea. <laughs> oh, this pattern is gorgeous. So this is called the uh, Aggie Paisley set. And this was made in 1978. And it's the complete nesting bowl set. I'm going to send this to you, Jill. And it is a three-tiered mixing bowl set. But it is like each color is ombre. So like the blue is a like mint, like a light blue to more of a gray blue and then a light brown to a dark oh, brown. My God. Wow. Okay, guys, you have to look this stuff up. We could spend okay, the whole so episode. I'm going to set up my Venmo. So if people mm-hmm. would like to send me money to buy these, appreciate it. Uh-huh. Holy or if shit. you see any. Oh, man. <laughs> it's so cool. Like I said, I was perfectly happy not knowing this. <laughs> Now I can't I can't go back. I can't go back. It's okay. It's all right. So we have some listener submitted stories to share with y'all today. Okay, so our listener submitted story is from Kim Lysak. I'm sorry if we're totally saying that wrong. Because we all know me. I can't say things correctly. It's Lysak or Lysak or Lysak. 
Sorry yeah, about, I'm sorry mean, about your name, Kim. I'm sorry, Kim. My bad. Um, so she says, my daughter and I run an antique booth in a quiet, dusty town a couple hours north of the border known as Tucson, Arizona. We are native Chicagoans and often find the people here to be a bit unique. Now, I'm a young mama, 34. She says her daughter's 13, and we are often targets for the, an older generation of pickers. They spot us turning over items, getting excited over crochet and vintage pottery, and can't seem to help themselves by striking up conversations. Don't be fooled by their sleepy Southern charm. No, no, we're not here to commiserate. No, we are here to drill the knowledge of these young gals stepping onto our territory. We source our booth primary from thrift. And on this particular day, we were about an hour outside of the town perusing the local Goodwill. A gentleman of the age of retirement turned the corner into the figurine aisle and noticed my daughter taking a black light to green glass plate. Naturally, he couldn't help himself and decided to share the entire history of history of the world of uranium glass. Could you imagine you're just sitting in your Goodwill and this guy is just like laying it like Sam mm-hmm. would just be like, could you come? Let's go home. Mm-hmm. Let's, That's also yeah. going to be me as an old person. <laughs> so I'll be like, oh, I remember this used to be super cool. I can't remember the name, <laughs> but I remember it's something you should take. Tap my cane over and push my glasses up, clear my throat really loudly. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> Did you know? Um, he then pulled out his own black light to show us how the green glass item in his hand too would glow, for which it did not. <laughs> <laughs> That's that awkward, like, oh, oh. Um, oh. I've done that before. I'm like, this is definitely uranium glass. And mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, God, no, it's not. Just kidding. It's not. Just kidding. (laughs) I know what you are thinking. This is adorable and you can learn a lot from the older generation. I agree wholeheartedly. Let me explain. A few questions later and he now understands we have an antique booth and here comes the quizzing. Uncle Bob proceeded to drill me on my knowledge of Roseville and wanted to know how I can tell if the item is authentic or fake. My daughter took it upon her preteen self to ditch me and go busy herself at the end of the aisle. You have to hand it to her, that kid. She's a smart one. Uncle Bob proceeded to tell me he is a premier glass connoisseur, enthusiast, collector, artist, and aficionado in this small, very tiny part of Sonoran Desert. Once he felt he had flexed his antique knowledge to his satisfaction, he proceeds to bid me adieu in passing, says, tell your daughter she is standing right next to a piece of Murano. My daughter lifts her head, looks, picks up, and turns it over to look at Uncle Bob right in the eye and says, it's not Murano. He says, I'm sorry, what? I walk over, look at it myself, and say, yes, she believes it's not Murano because of the cloudy bottom and, well, There is a sticker on it that says, it's not Murano. I could not have been more proud of this child than I was at the moment. We both turned to look at him for a response. He says nothing and grabs two random framed parents from the pile of art, doesn't look at him, turns and runs away. (laughs) Please know we're not in the market of embarrassing or discrediting anyone in the vintage community. We love old stuff and can learn so much from each other. 
It's fine story and good fun. It's not every day you can run into a 13-year-old who can school and educate the older generation. That's right. And I, um, I was like, thank you for sharing. That's so great. And it was really similar to when I started in the antique club, you know, and I'm 50 plus years younger than these women. And they're just kind of like, what could she possibly know? So when I stood up, I made sure to like try and say everything I did know. And then they were like, oh, never mind. We're just being turds. Well, and I think that's what I love about you, though. You're like a sponge. It's really, it's crazy. I don't, I don't understand why my brain works the way it does, but I'm thankful that it does in most instances. My brain is like, I know that's important. I can't remember why, but I remember reading about it somewhere. Also, can we stop expecting somebody and like anybody in the vintage world to know about all things vintage? Can we like stop that trope? Because it's just like hairdressing. Like there's people that specialize in different areas of hairdressing. Yes, we know about all aspects of hairdressing, but that doesn't mean that you're super knowledgeable and that you know everything about it. And the same applies for this world. There's people that specialize in decades. There's people that specialize in certain areas. And we'll know when they look at something like, oh, that is old and vintage, but. Well, why can't we just appreciate that the younger generation is now starting to take an interest Mm -hmm. in it? Yeah. And stop. Like, I I don't. And I'm not saying this is all older generation because I've run across people who get excited that I'm excited that Mm -hmm. I'm taking something home and they know that I love it and all this kind of stuff. But I mean, and it's the same for every generation. There's that small percentage that likes to think they know of everything mm. and then you have to prove them wrong also and then if you people would say, realize that like millennials are now like in their 40s thank you like when somebody says oh millennials are so lazy i'm like i started my business at 19 and then they go oh not I you know. and i'm like shut up i know like because i'm on that cusp where i could be a millennial or gen, is it? X? Gen, gen x yeah like i'm on that cusp We're so then it's trying. like Gen X are like pushy assholes. And I'm like, no, really? I'm not. Like, I just want y'all to leave me alone. Please don't talk to me. And then they're like, millennials are lazy. And I'm like, ooh, no, I actually work my ass off five days a week. Yeah, I don't. Let's let's stop it. Okay. All right. This next story is really sweet. Um, It says, hello, Sam and Jill. Love the show and hearing about everyone's vintage. I didn't know which story to share, so I thought I'd share the story of my very first vintage find, which I love. Mm. I was seven or eight, and I was with my mom and Nana, and we were out looking for yard sales. I had my root beer and pink hat, and I was ready to hunt. Oh, it's adorable. My Nan always gave me $10 of my own money to spend on whatever I wanted. Oh. Right? I looked at the toys first and meticulously looked over each item for sale, but I couldn't find anything that I really wanted. The person running the sale saw me picking through and said, I have something just for you. She walked into the garage and grabbed a box. She said that she wasn't planning on selling this set because it was hers as a child, but she said she thought I would take great care of it. She set the box down and slow, and I slowly started to look through it. It was a complete children's tin tea set. She had it as a child and it had the most beautiful flowers and a little Dutch boy and girl. It had cups and plates and a pitcher. I spent so many hours hosting tea parties with my friends and and holding my brothers hostage so they would have a full (laughs) tea service. (laughs) It wasn't until later on that I decided to sit down and Google it. 
The maker was Ohio Art, and most of their sets were lithograph printed. Oh, wow. I have this right. Those are old. I have the set to this day, waiting for the perfect little person to come along and claim them. Anyways, right? Anyways, thanks for all you do, and remember to always look under the tables. Claire in Utah. Ah, Claire. That's the sweetest thing. I love that. That is just like the cutest little story. Oh. I see vintage people know good vintage people. It's true. The next one I was, of course, we're going to call my mom really quick. And I said to her last night, I said, hey, we're doing listener stories. And I've talked about you and your best friend when you guys were going out and about. I'd love if you'd share a story. And I knew she wasn't going to sit down and write one. So I said, I'll call you in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> so let's give her a call. Hello. Hi, mom. Hey, you're on with the mothball prophecies with me and Jill. Hey, mom. So, mom, I was we talked last night at the garden a little bit, and I said I want you to share a vintage or garage selling or whatever story with us. And you went, "Oh, I have one instantly." Oh, I, I do. Speaking of the garden, that's where I'm at at the moment. Oh, how's everything look? Yeah, looks good. Oh, good. Everybody's still upright. (laughs) Good. So, yeah, I had a um, best friend from the time I was 16 until. Oh, goodness. My late 40s. And her and I would get in a lot of trouble together. (laughs) But one thing that we did do that wasn't trouble was we took garage sailing um, super seriously. Mm -hmm. And it it was back in the day when there wasn't internet and Google Maps to (laughs) figure out where yard sales were. So the day before, we would get the newspaper and figure out all of the addresses. And then we would get the city map because we usually garage sale Donato Falls. And, uh, and we would map it out basically, which was going to be the good garage sales, which was the not ones, which ones to hit first. And it was a strategic kind of thing. So we were both really competitive and, um, wanted the good stuff. Mm-hmm. She, she collected a lot of kitchen gadgets, uh, vintage, um, kitchenware. Enamelware, utensils with the red handles. Oh. Um, she had a vintage kitchen table that had the vinyl chairs, kind of similar to what you have. Oh, maybe that's why and, I love uh, them so much. And her kitchen was adorable. It was white cabinets and everything. So, um, and I liked vintage tins and uh, some dishware, rusty ware, that kind of thing. Yeah, that's what but, I remember you having as a kid. Right, right. Well, I usually drove because she wasn't uh, native to this area. She was from Vegas at the time. And so I always drove, and she was the directions person. And so it was always kind of a race to see who would get out of the car first. Mm-hmm. And, but it was never really spoken. <laughs> but, it was, but it was obvious, you know. And so before we even hardly parked, we were already looking, you know how that is. Yeah. Looking to see what good stuff is and so on. And we pulled up to this one yard sale and they had an old wooden stool. I think you might remember it, Samantha. I think it was white or light blue. And it was a a seating stool, but it had a fold out step where you could use a step stool kind of chippy paint (laughs) stool right Uh uh-huh and well and so it fits both of our you know want things something for the kitchen but for me it was like chippy and kind of old and 
<laughs> yeah, you always like so, stuff that was pretty beat up already. Yeah, yeah, and I yeah, and I still do. And so, <laughs> still going unspoken as far as hu- hurry up to get out of the car. <laughs> we both hurry to get out of the car, and we're not making eye contact with each other because we know each other too well. Uh huh. So we both get out, and we're trying to be casual about racing. So I get to the bench first. Oh no. And she goes, are you kidding me? She goes, I was, I was going to get that. I said, well, I didn't know that. She goes, yes, you did. And I said, no, no, no. <laughs> I got it first. She goes, uh. she goes, no, she goes, let me have it. I'm like, no. <laughs> she was quite irritated that I was not giving up the bench, the stool. And, oh. uh, but it was, it was pretty funny. She was kind of irritated the rest of the day. I'm just like, you know, I was first. Which so (laughs) I had that for years. I don't know what happened. I don't even remember that. Was it wood or was it metal? It was wood. Oh my god! It was probably something I just squirreled away. And but oh (laughs) my god, I'm having that. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah. (laughs) Because I remember, like, I remember going to Angie's house and seeing her um, collections and things like that. But and because you guys did have very similar collections, but she had like just a ton of red in her kitchen. Uh-huh. And yeah, because I've, I've talked about it on the show before. I've talked about you and Angie and or not Angie, Lori, excuse me, you and Lori and how like serious yard sailing was and how like it was like understood to like not get in the way and to not ask too many questions and to just kind of like hang on the outskirts while you guys did your digging. <laughs> yeah, we didn't take you guys very often. No, you did not. Did I stay no, with no, my I grandma think. most of the time? Um, I think, well, let's see. I think you were probably home with your dad. Oh, yeah, probably, huh? Yeah, about that age. So, <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah, but that we was... could load my little car. I think I was driving a little Honda. The, the hatchback Honda. And I could load that sucker. Jill's face is oh, like... My. My husband had a hatchback Honda. (laughs) Those suckers can hold a ton. Yeah. A ton. Yeah. We were, were, my brother and I, the other day were somewhere and I was going to buy this. And he said, do we, do we know if this will fit in the car? I said, oh, I don't worry about that until I buy it. Oh dear. Yeah. Do you see where I got it from? Do you see? No. Now we understand. You see? We're then, also then we'll very glad out. you and I don't like the same things per se because mm-hmm. it would be a fight every time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, it would be. There's been times that I've shopped with like Melissa and she. we were at the DI and she's like, I fucking swear to God, will you get behind me? Stop going first. You're finding everything. <laughs> oh, yeah. That was the thing. You would, Yeah, her and I would. It was always very subtle. It was never bossy because she was super competitive too. So what did you just like, what was your guys' you know, process at a yard sale? Were you like, Oh, separate. <laughs> <laughs> Don't stay by each other. You got to separate or you're going to box. Uh, uh, separate. Yeah. Because I want to find the good stuff before she did. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it makes sense. There was no browsing together until we were both done. Satisfied that we didn't <laughs> miss something we really liked. Then we would come together and then browse the rest of the yard sale. Oh, stuff that we m- both may have missed. Oh, yeah, no, that's was, similar. It wasn't a social event until <laughs> the shopping was done. That's similar to with Jill and I at a state sales. We'll like stand in line together if we're going together, 
And then it's like we hit the house and we split. And it's the same oh, thing. Yeah. We go and we do our little and then we get back together. We go, oh, I didn't see that. And then we're, there's a little bit of like, fuck, I didn't I see know. that. Like, well, she oh, would go to she happy. would go to the kitchen stuff. She would go to the kitchen immediately. <laughs> and I would go to the garage immediately. Oh, God. <laughs> That's how Jill so, and I do it. Oh, no. Yeah, I, I go to the garage and dig in the dirty stuff and. Yeah, that's where I go first. And then I peruse the bedrooms and, you know, or if it's an estate sale or something. But <laughs> no, the garage or the barn is my first spot. I've never felt so called out in my life publicly. Because this is, yeah. Yep. That's what I do. So. <laughs> oh, God. But her parents were military parents. And so, you know, she spent time in Germany and England, too. And so her parents would antique and stuff. So she came by it kind of honestly. Mm-hmm. And her and her mother was a thrifter. And um, uh, I just paid full price for clothes for my son. I could just die. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Did, I my thrift store outfit. Yeah, no, that's and that's where I get it from, obviously. But I wanted, so I wanted to ask um, another thing was Jill and I recently discovered that there was Pyrex patterns made in other countries. Oh, I didn't know that. So, no, that just answers my second question is, do you remember yeah. seeing any Pyrex when you lived in England? Did grandma use interested. Pyrex or no? No. Tupperware. Oh, God, yeah. Tupperware. <laughs> no. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, no. And, and she wasn't a casserole maker. No. Either. So, you know, it was kind of meat potatoes kind of thing. Yeah, always a roast but- on Sunday. Yeah, always. And so I don't remember Pyrex and I've never been, I'm not, I just don't dig the kitchen much. And so I don't buy kitcheny things. Jill's laughing at my face because I just raised my eyebrows like, yeah, it's true. Yeah. yeah. No, you like tools and things like that. Yeah. Yeah. Like I went to the hardware store yesterday and had to find a tool to help fix my lawnmower (laughs) and, uh, and he says, this might not, this might work and it might not. I said, well, I'm sure it's some, a tool I could probably use at some point. So it's okay. <laughs> I'm just shaking my so head and being outed so publicly. Oh, oh man. I'm this, just like this my mom. sounds very familiar to me. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Last thing, mom. I wanted to know what were some of your earliest collections? Like when you were a child, what were you collecting first? Uh, I collected mice, all kinds, bronze, glass. But she's terrified. Ceramic. In real life. Yeah. <laughs> uh, little mice. Uh, so I have a bunch of mice. They're all over. Mm-hmm. Um, and I collected glass animals. And I remember saving my money so that when we went on base, we could get, there was a, a, a China shop. And um, I would have enough money to, to buy one glass animal. <laughs> so I remember collecting those. And then when I got wealthier, babysitting and stuff and i started collecting a little bit larger uh porcelain china dolls kind of thing mm-hmm. so i have a couple of those and um and then as an adult i i love tins but i'm kind of specific um and now i like rusty stuff mm-hmm. like my neighbor across the street had oh my god on facebook marketplace he had old window pulleys mm-hmm. they were rusty he had like six of them all day I talked myself down because <laughs> they just lived he just lived across the street and they weren't that much money and Did so I called them? my brother no so I called my brother and I said um, 
I'm having a hard time. I said, I don't need them. But, oh, my God, they're just gorgeous. And, um, yeah, so rusty stuff is what I kind of go for now. Like, I have an old, like, peacock blue oil can in my kitchen. Uh-huh, up above your sink. Yeah, yeah, because I just, for one, love the color. For two, the old old style of it is mm-hmm. just amazing. And I really don't care that it's an oil can. It's in my kitchen because it rots. So, yeah. no, rusty stuff, old stuff, um, tools. Everything tools. opposite of what your mom collected. Oh, God, yes. No, I, I you know, I, no, I'm not a kitchen fan. I'm not a dishes fan. Yeah. I got, and I'm some weird yeah. hodgepodge vintage mutant because yeah. I have both sides well, now of this that I'm, coin. Now that I'm, you know, trying to figure out how to be a flower farmer, I am um, career number, I don't know, four, three. Um, I'm starting to like eyeball, you know, interesting bases and oh. colors. And it's good to know. We see a like, lot of those. You know, I don't just want, you know, everybody's bases under their kitchen sink kind of thing. Yeah. But, I, I also yeah. wanted to get it on record here because I told you out at the garden that my mom has this Holt Howard candle holders and they are pixies that spell Noel. And, and immaculate. I, and I have the box. Yeah. And I told her, if you ever sell those, I will not put you in a nice nursing home. I will not <laughs> find nice elderly care for you if you sell those. She's talked about it a time or two before. And I said, I swear to God. If you yeah. sell these, they're worth quite a bit because they're 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 perfect. <laughs> yeah, I know. They're in perfect condition. But they're so cute. I don't want them because they're, they're worth a lot. Yeah. I it's I it gives me so much them. anxiety thinking of you giving those sweet <laughs> angels to somebody that doesn't know what they are. I know. Yeah, you can't hardly find them anywhere. And no. when you do, they're sold. Yeah. You know? Yeah. They're really rare. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I I guess that's uh my bargaining chip <laughs> this nursing home or the noel goes i'll just push oh, you over geez, i'll just got you there <laughs> push you over and go whoops sorry mom max help mom get up i gotta go put these away <laughs> chase after yeah. me i dare you all right uh-huh. mom i'll let you get back to watering yeah thank you here i love you i love you oh fyi they didn't have jacket bread Meyer for plants so oh damn it okay i walked out without a plant i was just shocked <laughs> Good job. (laughs) All right, Mom. I'll call you later. I love you, honey. Bye, Jill. Bye. (laughs) Love you. Bye. Oh, Christ almighty. I think I'm so original. And then my mom comes on and just... Well... Ladies and gentlemen, my mother... The seed does not fall far from the bush. No. No, it doesn't. No. I had a bunch of stuff I was going to say after that, but I just am like reeling a Too shocked. my eye is twitching it's <laughs> my mom ladies Your and gentlemen face the whole time was like what she was collecting <laughs> i just we think we're our own person we do oh, oh i love her so uh if you heard weird noises in the background it's literally because my mom is standing out at the garden watering right now spraying <laughs> with a <the> hose <laughs> out there to check on her babies oh yeah and my mom's friend, she didn't mention it in the episode, but her best friend passed away, oh, in 97, 96, from ovarian cancer. Mm. 
and they were best friends from the time they were 13 years old. Uh, yeah. Oh, I can't even imagine because Tammy and I have been best friends since, let's see, we started cheerleading together like mm. 10th grade. Yeah, I can't even imagine. It was awful. It was awful. And I was like still too little to understand really what was going on, but I knew she was dying. Yeah. But I just, I think back to the age my mom would have been. And she's like our age, like my age. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But she was, and she did. She had, Lori had darling collections. And I just, she was like wilder than my mom. So she was so fun and just this beautiful. They had, so her daughter, her only child, had the masquerade masks in her room, had like a full Uh wall of them. And then my mom and Lori sponge painted the other parts of the room. (laughs) And I just remember being like, this is not cute. (laughs) Yeah. Sponge painting. Who thought that would be a good idea? I don't know. I don't know. Anyways, that was all of the, the listener stories we had this week. Glad we got to hear from my mom. Glad we got to learn the inside scoop of where Sam gets her neuroses, <laughs> my problems, mm-hmm. from my mom. Oh, and she awesome. has, oh, uh, that's what I was thinking of. So my mom's stuff, we showed it very, very early on in the podcast on the Instagram highlights. So if you go to the highlights section and scroll to the right, you'll see Sam's mom's antiques. And you'll see her glass menagerie, some of the mice, different things like that. And that's, there was, I'm just like, oh my God, I need a nap. Um, There was, and now it's fun to go to like my mom's or my grandparents' house and to see stuff that I've seen growing up my entire life and now realizing that it was cool. Oh yeah. I, we, so we went and saw my family a couple weeks ago and my mom's got a pristine Fire King bowl with the tulip. (gasps) And I just looked at it. I was like, you're not going to get rid of that, right? Mm-hmm. I was like, if you get rid of that, I want it. She's like, well, that was your bargaining chip. <laughs> She's like, that was your great-grandma Sadie's. And I was like, well, what, where else is great-grandma Sadie's stuff? Because <laughs> she died when I was in college. Oh. So I probably missed out on a a lot. A lot. <laughs> oh, isn't it just... I think about this. I just want to go back to my younger self and be like, you stupid idiot. (laughs) And I don't mean that in the cute way. No, no. In the bad way. Yeah. Since this week is a little different, there is no curio corner this week. I do encourage you all to go look up that Pyrex designs. Go check out the link on our website at themothballprophecies.com and visit us over on Instagram at themothballprophecies.original. We also have some really great merch listed currently on the website, The Mothball Shop. Um, I love everything that I've gotten. I got the cutest phone case with the new mothball pattern on. I'm going to oh, be yeah, adding those to the adorable. shop. They're so good. But we would like to take this part of the show to thank our beloved patrons. We have several tiers listed for everybody's budget and different perks. We have some really cool stuff going out this month. So if you want to get on that and get your first shipment, of mothball perks please visit us there so now we want to thank emily in nevada aaron in wisconsin rj in florida crystal in nevada gina in south carolina julia in sweden jasmine in kentucky kyla in indiana 
Shanna, Mandy, and Riley in California, Aaron, TC Lino, Melissa, Christina, Becky, Erica, and Ashley in Idaho. Thank you so much for listening this week. We love y'all so, so much. We're glad to have you here over on our corner of the vintage internet. And as always, we hope you find some good shit. And we hope you remember to look under the tables. That's right. Bye. See ya.